Bob, what are they going to do? I'm going to be hunted. Oh, no. No, Miss Trowbridge. Outdoor chess. His brain against mine. His woodcraft against mine. And the prize? The prize? You may recall what I said last evening. Only after the kill does man know the true ecstasy of love. to the goldenagehorror.com podcast. This week is episode 18, The Most Dangerous Game. Sorry it's a little late this week. Couldn't be avoided. Remember to stay tuned after the show for more information or check out our website, www.goldenagehorror.com. So let's talk about The Most Dangerous Game, which is a 1932 film directed by Irving Pichel and Ernest B. Shodzak, starring Fay Ray, Joel McRae, and Leslie Banks. I wish my name was Shodzak. Shodzak? Yeah. I'm probably not saying that right. Matthew Shodzak. Shudzak. Shudzak? Yeah. Um, it's from the short story by Richard Connell, um, and I find this movie to be pleasurable. Yes, well... It's a very strong premise. Sure. Which is, which is, I think this is the, I mean, as far as I've ever been able to find out, this is the first appearance of that premise. Well, isn't the novel the first appearance of that premise? Sure. Or the short story? I'm speaking in a general sense. Yeah. <laughs> the general incorrect sense. So, the, good. also a nice return to the swarthy foreigner. Yep. Yeah. We've missed out on that for a while. He's hardly swarthy. He's like the whitest Russian the way to sort the Russian guy I've ever seen, but sure. Yeah. Um, so the premise of this is um, fairly simple. Uh, Joel McCree plays a big game hunter who is shipwrecked on an island after foreshadowing his own um, plight in a conversation. They just yeah. gave him just enough time to foreshadow his, his the fact that he was going to be hunted. <laughs> and then shipwrecked like, him. What would you think if the tiger was hunting you? <laughs> yeah. He's like, that'll never happen. <laughs> <laughs> then a shark hunts him, then a man hunts him. Then, um, so then uh, he, they strip around this island, and a crazy Russian count hangs out there, and he keeps, uh, he lives on that island and uh, has set up a very nice shipwrecking trap so that he can continually feed his addiction, which is hunting people. And he turns Joel McRae loose with Feyrey, and they have 24 hours, or they have to survive until dawn, or um, or they'll be dead. Yes. And then if they do, they can get off the island. Dead by dawn. Dead by dawn. Um, as the old tagline says. And uh, so, as we just said, the uh, idea of a crazed madman hunting people has become kind of a thing since then. Man is the most dangerous game. Yes, man is the most dangerous game. That's some of that movie, some of that concept is man's the most dangerous game. Or hunting man is the most dangerous game. Wait, what? Both. Being hunted by a man is the most dangerous game to play. The most dangerous game is cooking forty men. Yes. Two two 
Just serve man. <laughs> this is the most dangerous game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so uh, this movie was produced uh, as a rush job, produced alongside King Kong. They use all the same jungle sets and what have you. Smart thinking. Yep. Uh, and it, but it produced a, a pretty well, pretty well done movie, I think. Yeah, I mean, poor Frey Ray didn't get to act at all. Well, Frey Ray is <laughs> pretty much used to that, I would imagine. <laughs> she's she's pretty uh, she's pretty charismatic for someone who doesn't ever really do more than scream, just more than scream. I mean, I the thing like towards the beginning, like she, I think she actually did some very good like subtle acting when she was supposed to be subtle. Yeah. But then they just like, oh, he, <laughs> that part's over now. You just get to scream for the rest of the movie. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of the thing that Frey Ray did, you know. I mean. But like I said, she's one of them. Like she's one of my favorite people to watch in these movies on screen, and I don't know why. Because usually I find that whole the whole character to be so um, so dated. It's hard to watch the whole idea of this damsel who's like so useless that that uh, the whole the whole yeah they can't save themselves, et cetera, et cetera. She just screams and faints. Yeah, exactly. All they, they <laughs> I think in Doctor X, she's like being advanced on by the synthetic flesh guy for like 10 minutes and just like wilts like a flower instead of running away or yeah whatever but um you know the synthetic flesh guy i know i know all about synthetic flesh guy <laughs> um yeah but uh, i still find her very exciting and, and joel mccray's good and even leslie banks um doing his half-hearted i don't know what kind of cossack yeah doing his best cossack impression there is fine. Um, the, uh, I mean, the, one of the reasons I like this movie is to say uh, the, I, I'm, I don't, I, I hesitate to call it realistic violence, but the quantity of violence and the comparative extremeness of the violence compared to the other movies of the period. Yeah, like sort of, because in this one the monster is man. Yeah, the most dangerous game. No, no, no. The most dangerous <laughs> game is man. And this one, the, I mean, the, that's a different man. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. The monster is also a man, but a foreign man still. But is not a man monster the most dangerous game? No, it's just a regular man. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> man monsters are different. Like synthetic flesh man. Correct. Yeah. He would not be the most dangerous game. He was much too slow. Yeah. Also hampered by his synthetic flesh. Yeah, it doesn't make it Probably couldn't shot. see that well. God only knows what else was going on there. What was the deal? He had no legs. I don't know. Couldn't walk. He had no arm. That's what it was. Except for a synthetic flesh arm. Yes. Um. Yeah. Now, I've always been a little confused about the message of this movie. Because if you think of... I mean... Now, as I recall... I think it was pretty obvious when he was in the trees. Like, now I know how the tiger feels and I was hunting him. Yeah, but... <laughs> He's like, boom, bullet point. <laughs> Moral of the movie. But like, what is the what is like what is he saying? Don't hunt. I mean, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would that would be a pretty good message. Like, don't hunt for sport, because what are you accomplishing? You're just I think like a mo- you are you are just you are just the swarthy foreigner to the tiger. Or maybe it's just don't hunt people. Maybe. <laughs> but don't take half measures. It's don't hunt. <laughs> I'm just not sure. I'm he... sure it could wa- if it wanted to. The message could be don't hunt anything. I don't. I don't. I'm not sure it is though. Doesn't he use his hunting? Doesn't he like use his hunting abilities to escape and then hunt Saroff at the end? Like, no, he doesn't really hunt him. <laughs> he just kind of walks into his house and then like has like, a bad fight with him. Like the hunter walks into the house of the tiger. 
<laughs> no, no, because he is the tiger. The oh, tiger he's... walks into the house of the hunter. Tiger, the most dangerous game. <laughs> no, that's man. I'm confused, I guess. I don't know. Man is the most dangerous game, but Tiger is also very dangerous. But Tigers can also can't open doors. So, What about, um, like, bare-knuckle boxing? Isn't that the most dangerous game? <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, but... Battle chess? Maybe. But... That's, like, a different kind of game. Oh, uh, let's see. You see, game has multiple definitions. What about pufferfish? Because then if you eat that, if you kill that and eat it, and you don't cut it up right, you die. Or you what if you just like shoot it with an arrow and leave it there? <laughs> <laughs> you win. <laughs> so like, uh, score one for hunter is zero for pufferfish. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Pufferfish isn't going to make like jungle like spike traps. <laughs> they just kind of walk past that well, poor guy. Isn't a pufferfish literally just a spike trap? He is, exactly, but he can't make more spike traps. So you're forced to, like, you know you know the you know the score. He's yeah. not going to... Pufferfish 1, <laughs> Hunter 0. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other thing that I, uh, like, you can tell this is a pre-code movie because he talks, like, basically... It's, it's a barely hidden uh, reference to uh, the fact that he needs to rape Fay Ray after he hunts... Because like yeah, he's, he's all his, his sex stuff is all tied up with his killing guys people stuff. It certainly is, which is not something you'll find circa nineteen thirty nine. No, not until the ne- not until like you know, maybe circa nineteen thirty two. Yeah, exactly. Thirteen thirty two. Weird sex stuff, and other what have you? Synthetic flesh, cannibals. Man, man is the most dangerous monster. Man is the most dangerous monster. We're still on that, huh? Also, I think there's a lot of racism in this movie. I don't remember. I well, feel like there's a lot of references to savages. <laughs> talking about Russians? Talking about Russians and talking about, like, I think he's like, I visited these lands where the native savages took care of these problems like this. Mm. Yeah, I mean, what can you there's, do? There's a little touch of that white supremacy going on. The rest of the world is uncivilized. Just a touch. Yeah. Enough to make you mind you're like, oh, this movie's made a long time ago. I suppose this movie didn't strike me as like the most righteous thing I've seen from the 30s. So. No, it wasn't. No, it was very subtle. Like it was very uh, casual racism. Yeah, that not would be like, the that would be the mask of Fu Manchu. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, see, <laughs> it's not overt like terrible racism. It's just casual racism. Mm-hmm. They're not making a point of it. They just. They aren't hating them. It's just how they how they feel about things, you know. Yeah. Yep. That's just the way of the world. Yeah. So this movie is kind of silly, but also like very entertaining, suspenseful, and uh, yeah. some pretty good performances in there. I mean, maybe think a lot about actresses at the time and wonder, like, if they were just like, I when do I get to be in a real movie? Well, I'm when? sure. Like, you're watching. I mean, you're watching B B pictures. You know, there's yeah. plenty of. We're, we're, I'm not going to go back and watch all the old melodramas and things where they get to oh, act. Where they get to actually act? Well, I don't know how much. Act. I mean, it's a sliding scale, but yes, I suppose. I mean, this this film was selected by the Criterion Collection. Yeah. 
Well, mainly I think for its cultural significance and less so for its uh theatrical significance. Yeah. But like you watching the you know, the when he's the pre talking scenes, like like she clearly act. She was doing a very good job. Oh, for like, Ray. Yeah, I really liked like the way she was sort of like her slight nudges and Yeah. Her, her very like she had very good strong background acting. And even like that drunk, her drunk brother was doing pretty good too. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I actually forgot all about that part, but he's pretty funny. Like that whole scene, I think was pretty well acted. Yeah. You know, bad Russian accent aside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't. It, it feels to me like he's not even doing. It's just doing the old movie thing where he's just like, I'm gonna. They're just gonna call me Konzarov and my like, I'm gonna have weird makeup on, but I'm not gonna be act. I'm not going to tr- attempt in any other way to be a Russian person. He's just going to put on an affected voice. Yeah. The, that kind of voice where, like, fake theatrical British is all languages that are not English. Yeah. Also, they survive in the end. Of course they do. They make it out. They kill Zaraf, right? Or does he fall, um, he does he falls, fall to his death? Or does he, he falls he to his death in his dog pit, undone by his own hunters. Hoisted by his own petard. <laughs> he fell, though. Ga- <laughs> um, now we find out the most dangerous game is actually a dog pit. Well, I mean, that's not one dog, though, so it doesn't really count. A dog pit. Yeah. A, like lot, a, of, a lot of dogs. Yeah, it's like a king rat. All the dogs, like, grow together, and they get all to be a big mess of dogs. The rat king. Yeah. The dog king. A king rat. <laughs> yeah, the old king rat. Yeah. As I call them. This movie's also really short. It's like an hour long. Yeah, which is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And the clock didn't rush. I'm like, whoa, an hour. What kind of movies are these? Yeah, I, I I now having having basically only watched movies from 1930 to 1939 for like the past like six months. When a movie is over an hour and a half, I become indignant, like indignant <laughs> about how how dare it take so much more time than it needs to. Like it's gonna, I'm going to be watching this thing for an hour and 35 minutes. Um, I could watch like four horror movies in that time. That's what happens when you watch a lot of like. British and Japanese dramas, and you go to American TV, you're like, what the fuck? There's like 40, 40 minute episodes in this season. Yeah, it's true. It's a, it's, is, it's a, I watched an entire series that were 24, 30 minute episodes, and that's the whole show. This fucking season, there's seven of these seasons. Yeah, there, there are a lot of shows that could be proved by having a more, a shorter season length. And a shorter episode length. Yep. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Ah, Buffy the Vampire Slayer was the main one. Uh, I was like, they're like, there's like 22 episodes in every one of these seasons. They're all 40 minutes long. They don't need to be 40 minutes long. They could be a trim 22. Yeah, 20 like like four 22 minute episodes each year. Yeah, <laughs> just just Buffy interacting with the cast occasionally and shots various the like interstitials of the like the main antagonist's plan. Yeah, and then every monster of the week can be excised basically. I mean, I, I think the monster of the week was some of the stronger stuff in that show, but you know. Well, there was a, there was a monster every week. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> Maybe a lot of those weeks could be. Could they be just... they could have excised like the part where she became a caveman. Yeah. Yeah, they, I mean, a lot of those weeks could have been cut. <laughs> and and any basically any of those monster of the week shows, I think that's that's a show right there, like the X Files, um, Fringe. I'm sure there's other yeah, those, ones. Those are shows where. They probably would really benefit from someone to tell me, just like cut episodes, like don't need this one, don't need this one, don't need this one, don't need this one, like just like trim them down to their bare essentials. 
Well, that I mean, I think we've thoroughly uh, gone off track now. I think that's a sign that the most dangerous game should probably be over. <laughs> now that we're talking about Fringe. Turns out the most dangerous game was Misdirection. Yep. Nope, it was Dog Pit. Wait, Dog King. Thanks for listening to episode 18 of the GoldenAgeHorror.com podcast. Visit our website www.GoldenAgeHorror.com for more information, articles, and show notes. My first ebook is out on Amazon. It's called All Godless Here. If you liked our podcast, you can leave us a rating or review on iTunes. If you don't want to miss an episode, subscribe to us on iTunes, join our mailing list at our website, or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash allgodlessyear. You can follow me on Twitter at The Water Method or Andrew at Pizza Pranks. Andrew's website is www.pizzapranks.com. Our theme music is the Swan Lake Dove by Dubology. And next week we're talking about the Island of Lost Souls. Thanks for listening. Again, www.goldenagehorror.com.